hello hello um so to let's see um today is thursday so um honestly i slept in today until about 4 p.m um let's be very honest from the start i slept until 4 p.m and um i went to sleep well i got back i think i, I explained this yesterday the days have been mixing together um i got back to my room um around like 2 a.m and then um, doing all of my self-expression um, ex um, routine, uh, all of my self-expression routines, or I guess I could call it my evening routines, took about like three hours more than I thought it would. I thought it would um, take like thirty minutes, <laughs> but it took about three hours. So um, I ended up going to sleep around five a.m. and um, you know that that makes a lot of sense why I would have woken up around four p.m. Anyway, though, I woke up, um, then I called my mom, because, like I mentioned, we basically have a deal that I would call her every day for the first week in, for the first week in Japan until I figure out my classes, um, so that she can respect my schedule once I am, once I have one, <laughs> but I don't really have one yet, so, yeah, and, um, like I said, if anyone has been wondering why I have been, um, I guess I don't I guess I don't really know if you guys can tell but for me I can I kind of have to talk really low or almost whisper when I do these podcasts because I do them at night so um and in my apartment complex um quiet hours start at 11 p.m so I typically do these podcasts around like um midnight or one or two um in the morning so a lot of times I'm trying to be as quiet as possible, but also as clear as possible so that um, I can be heard. But yeah, so just want just wanted to re-explain that. Um, but yeah, so since I woke up um, a lot later than I expected, I um, I was supposed to go to the municipal office of Japan. Basically, um, all exchange students from my school have to go to the municipal office um and update their new um address for the Japanese government um and like explain to them where exactly we live now and um re up and update that on our residence card um i so a group of people from where i live went today but they went at like 9am so when i woke up i saw like messages like hey are you going to join us like where are you ready <laughs> And, you know, by the time I saw it at 4 p.m., um, they had vi already gotten back a lot sooner. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go on my own and register that. Um, but I'll be okay. I'm not too worried about that. But um, so I woke up and after seeing those messages and talking to my mom, I, um, what did I do? Wow. Um, I, you know... It took a moment, but I finally got up. <laughs> um, and once I got up, um, I think a group of my dorm mates were headed to a nearby mall. So um, I had really want. I had never been to this mall, and I'd heard so much about it. So I um, I hurried up, got dressed, and joined them. And um, we all we all went to a restaurant first when we got to the mall. And so I had um, I had cold udon for the first time. So for people that are not aware of this in Japan, 
noodles are served either hot or cold and, and when i say cold i mean like it's like it t- it tastes almost like it's been refrigerated or um that the temperature feels like it's been refrigerated to a degree it doesn't taste refrigerated it just like it's just that cold like it, it's not it's not lukewarm it's not room temperature it's cold and you know just like how when you order something that's hot can be really hot at first and sometimes you might have you might have to blow air on it so that it cools off it's like take that level of hot and just reverse it and put it as cold and you don't and but just like not in the sense of you have to warm it up or that you'll get like a brain freeze if you eat eat it that cold more of like it's just colder than um it's like sort of chilled <laughs> So um, I had never had like cold noodles before or chilled noodles. So um, when so I decided like, you know, I'm in Japan. I might as well try something new. So I tried um, cold udon with shrimp tempura with a, with um, seaweed and uh, bonito flakes, which are um, I think it's like shaved fish skin flakes um, or oh, dried shaved fish skin flakes and that sounds like a lot i know however it's it doesn't it's not that crazy like the taste um (laughs) it's a lot more simple than you think or than um the title gives it um but it's like super super thinly shaved so it almost feels like it feels thinner it's like super thin um like you could probably crinkle it with like two fingers like it's it's super thin um, but it this flavor is strong. It tastes like a strong fish flavor. Um, and so it's good though. And it's all in one bowl. And then on the side, they had a small side of um, grated ginger and green onions. And so you mix that all into however much you would like. And um, it actually tasted pretty good. Like I'm I'm a fan of cold noodles now, which I never thought I'd say, but I am. <laughs> And I would do it again. I would love to try it again. So I'm happy about that. Um, and I'm proud that I tried it. I like it just sounds like a really daunting type of food to try, like cold, like getting like ordering food and it coming cold. I know that's kind of a new concept, especially in America, if it's not like a dessert. <laughs> um like getting a meal cold is kind of like something that isn't typical. So, um, I was proud that I tried it and it was definitely worth trying. I liked it surprisingly and it tasted really good. Um, and it was all at the mall. And so like, even though this was a mall, it like, there was a bunch of restaurants and they're all like really good or they all look really good, I should say. But, um, it was my first time there and I only tried one restaurant, but the restaurant I tried, like I said, was pretty good. So, um, I'm definitely happy about that. Um, so yeah, uh, and I think I, um, I went with a big group of people, probably like 10 people. So we had to have like three separate tables since, um, they don't really, since we didn't make a reservation and they don't really, we were just lucky that the restaurant was empty. Um, but the other people on my table, so, um, there was two other people at my table with me. One person got like chicken and egg ramen and the other person got like a tofu ramen um type dish and they looked really good i didn't taste it personally but i could smell them and the smell was was pretty pretty groovy 
Um, but after we um, all ate, we all kind of split up into our own groups. Um, I ended up splitting up on my own just because um, a, dec- a decent amount of people had already been to the mall before and I hadn't. So I went to, um, I w- so as I was walking, I saw this really cool looking place and basically it was called the world's largest capsule toy game center. And um, in Japan, uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to Google it. Let me see. Caps. Maybe I should have done this before I started the episode. Capsule toy games. Um, so Japan has these little games called, um, they're, they're like capsule toy games. And, um, I think there's a name for it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. So, um, gotcha that's that's the name of it so japan has these games called gachapon games or gachapon machines and basically what it is it's like um if i had to if i had to equivalent this to anything in america i'm not saying that like everything has to be equivalent to something else in a different culture in order for you to understand it but to the best of my abilities for people to understand it from america um a gachapon machine is like uh like when like think about when you were a kid or if you are a kid you know props to you um think about those little um those little toy machines that you put a quarter in and then you turn the handle like clockwise and out comes like a tiny little toy in a capsule with the top and a plastic bottom and you like you just pop it open and like you get the toy out that's what a capsule that's what gachapon machines are in japan however there's a a way more valuable stuff than just like a little tiny plastic toy or something or a little thing of candy um they have like so many things um that could be inside of those capsules and each machine has like a theme to it so like you'll for example one of the things i saw was like tamagotchi keychains and um for those who don't know tamagotchis they're like these old games from like the 2000s um late 90s where you have like um a little pet on like this tiny little machine but you can like control everything with like one hand um and they were just really popular so if you ever want to look it up it's called tamagotchi tamagotchis um and they um, originated in japan and tamagotchi is a japanese word i couldn't tell you what it means but the pronunciation is japanese um anyway though they had a little machine where it was like a little tamagotchi um keychain the tamagotchi that wasn't actually functioning it was just like for like it was just the it was just for um it was just like a keychain like a little tamagotchi like plastic um thing that you can attach to a a keychain so um but there was like five different designs of five different um little tamagotchi animals um and so all of these um so like when you when you look at the machine you see that there you see the five that you could possibly get and so you put your money into the machine and turn it in hopes of getting one of them or your favorite one and then like you get whatever you get at random and so they have machines of all different types but like it's similar to that so today i got like a little i got a little panda bag 
or a little uh, panda coin bag um, that was super cute from one of the machines. Um, and a little like, um, there's this animated series with a character called Miffy, like M-I-F-F-Y, Miffy. Um, and it's, Miffy is like this little white bunny that's um, pretty popular in Japan. Um, and it's like a super cute, tiny little bunny, um, and it's part of a kid's show. But yeah, so I got a little, it's like a little stand, a little Miffy stand, um, that you can just like put on your desk or something, and it's tiny. It's a picture of like a Miffy and a yellow dress sitting on a turtle. It's actually really cute. I'm kind of looking her in the eye right now. But yeah, so I got one of those. And um, just looking at all of the different um, gachapon machines where it was really nice. It was fun. It was really fun because you got to see like all the really absurd things or all of the really absurd ideas in Japan that they make up for people to buy. <laughs> it was actually really funny. And I was like, even though I was on my own, I had a lot of fun looking at the gachapon machines. <laughs> Because there was just so many little things that I had never thought to think of. Like, there was, like, um, like there was, like, mini camera stands. And so you can get, like, the mini camera. They're not functioning. They're just all little tiny plastic, um, like, um, little tiny plastic items, I guess. And there was, like, you can, get a, you can get a tiny little camera. You can get a little stand. You could get a little, um, like, um, recorder. Or like a video recorder, um, you can get like a little like think of film. They're just like those were the options for this all of this one machine, and they were just it was just so many different ones, and they were all so creative. So I was just really like shook. Um, but after the gotcha pawn machines, um, me and my European roommates, <laughs> we all went back. Um, we actually all stopped at the grocery store. We got we bought like a bottle bottle of sake, um, and I bought a bunch of little snacks, and I um, I basically like tried them with everyone, and I liked all the snacks I got except for one. Um, I got these little raisin and milk cream cakes, and they just tasted really artificial and sugary compared to other things in Japan that I've tasted. Um, it kind of reminded me of America, but in a bad way. <laughs> um, I didn't really like them, so I don't really know what I'm going to do with the whole bag of them. However, I was happy that I tried them because I've been seeing them around everywhere. And, you know, maybe it's just this brand that I don't like and maybe it's not the actual dessert. But um, I learned um, something new about <laughs> I learned something new today that I don't really like this brand's desserts. <laughs> Um, so that was, that was, that was, um, it was fun though to try it out. Um, after tasting that, um, I, or after we, I tasted that, I played a game of cards with, um, one of, so one of my German doormates, um, her name's Sarah. She was, uh, she showed me and three other people a card game. And basically like in the card game, you have to figure out a way you have to, you basically it's like there's four cards in the middle and then everyone gets like four of their own cards and so you play it in pairs and each pair has like a have to talk about a signal that they want to give one another for when they get like um a straight four of like all matching cards in their hand and they have to signal to the other person that hey I got all fours and the other person has to call out an like the word 
um and then like once you call out the main word then you win so like for example we were all playing um me and my partner we or me and my uh my card game partner we um we decided the signal would be like to touch our face in a certain way and so um let's say i got I got a deck of all like fours at a point and so I just kind of sat there and was touching my face until like he realized that that's what I was doing and then he called out the name which in this in this version it was can or can't one of the it's either or it can or can't um and then once you call it out then um once he calls it out I'm able to like slap my cards down and show everyone like hey I won I had all four and then we won that round and it was pretty fun because you have to try and guess the other team's signal they have to each other um the other team had to kind of switch theirs at a point because we had guessed it (laughs) so um and the signal can be like it can be verbal you know you can say something it could be non-verbal um but it just has to be something that is um with either with your hands or with your words it can't be like you know you guys playing footsie or something or anything like that so it was a pretty fun game and i was happy she showed us um because i it was it was fun i would play it again with um with some friends um but uh, other than that um after that i kind of just went back to my room i'm really trying my best to learn how to wake up on time (laughs) or not on time but just earlier because right now my sleeping schedule was my golly (laughs) my goodness it's um it's something i can say that for sure uh (laughs) my sleeping schedule i'm really trying to um to make it uh um good (laughs) uh because right now it's it's just my golly yeah that's all really really all that i have to say about it (laughs) um Let's see. Um, today, I don't know. Like I said yesterday, like I said, I didn't say that. Um, I didn't say it today. But yesterday was super, a really super extroverted day for me. I did so much yesterday. So today, I wasn't really too upset at myself for waking up late. I was just like, dang. Again? <laughs> so um i've lately i've just i've really been wanting to try my best at waking up at a decent time like when i'm at home like when i was at home in the states normally i would wake up around 9 10 a.m every day just naturally so that's just such a huge difference from waking up around 4 p.m 5 p.m every day here and and i know that i've been here for less than a week um, so I'm, I have to give myself some grace, but it's definitely difficult. So um, I do want to try to go to bed at a decent time. However, like I mentioned last episode, I have been, I've also been really, um, I just been really passionate about uploading some or self expressing myself every day through, um, through my media. So, um, you know, and I, I'm proud of it. You know, there's no part of me that is not proud of it, I should say. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'm really happy that I even made this podcast today. 
And um, I was actually talking with a fellow American from my apartment complex. I think he's from Virginia. But we were talking today and like if he it I was talking to him and he felt the exact same way. But it, even though I've been here for maybe oh goodness, I think it's like uh, six days so far. It honestly feels like it's been like half a month. Like it feels like it's been at least two weeks. And just I guess knowing that just feels so it feels so crazy. Like it feels almost insane. Um, so yeah, that's just like it's definitely a lot to process. It's, and it's just I guess it's because so much has been happening lately that it f- honestly feels like it's just been almost half a month (laughs) um and i'm just i'm like i'm i'm very understanding that it hasn't been but it just makes me wonder like how am i gonna feel by the time like october comes around or by the time um the year like half a year has went past or by the time like it's been a year like is it gonna feel like it's been two three four five six years by then like it is it definitely just makes me wonder like okay how am i gonna feel if this is how i'm feeling now um so i'm definitely looking forward to all of that but i'm also like a like oh golly (laughs) so yeah um other than all that i don't really know what my question of the day would be um hmm uh, let's see. <laughs> I just like I just feel like I didn't really do a lot today. I because I slept in for so long, so it's just like what what did I really do today? <laughs> um that's that made me ponder. Um you know, I guess you know what I've been reading this book. This has this actually has nothing to do with anything that I talked about whatsoever today. So it's a bit off topic. However, um, I've been reading this book that my that um, my aunt got me um, before I left, and um, oh goodness, I couldn't. I don't know the title. Let me see. Um, the title is called "The Purpose Driven Life: What on Earth Am I Here For?" by Rick Warren. Um, And so it's basically like a religion, it's not religious, it's more of a spiritual book and talking about like the meaning of life and all of that. And um, one of the last questions it asked me, um, let me look in the book to make sure I ask it correctly. Um, One of the last questions was like, since I was made to last forever, um, so, okay, so the book basically talks about how our life on earth is just, just, is just kind of like the decision making process of where we will be for eternity. So this, for this book, it, um, it explains how, um, after we die, after our human bodies die, we, our soul lives on forever. And so what we do with our lives on earth is basically just determining where our souls go for eternity after this. And um basically the um the author Rick Warren is saying how if if that is how life is and if that is how 
um, you know, one views life, then everything we do on earth is important, even to the smallest degree. And absolutely nothing is meaningless because if everything was meaningless, why life wouldn't, why would life exist? You know, like if life just exists for a meaningless reason, why would it exist? Because if you look at like, and this is this part isn't in the book. This is just how I interpret it. But if you look at like the food chain, for an example, every single thing in the food chain exists for such an important reason, even to the tiny amoeba, you know, like at the end of the food chain. And, you know, everything needs to be there for everything to work. And life, every single thing in life, even like looking at the entire planet and our inertia and our gravity and our position in the solar system, everything is made exactly how it needs to be made for life to function. So if it's just so it's kind of crazy to think that like people think that that is all coincidence like oh everything is exactly how it needs to be if the planet was like even even like a few degrees away from where it is to the sun like we wouldn't be alive like if one small thing was taken out of the out of like um the food chain you know everything everything is thrown off balance like if one species of a plant dies it kills off animals all throughout the food chain like and and for people to think that all of that is just like coincidence, you know, has no meaning. That's kind of hard for me personally to process because it's all exactly how it needs to be in order for things to work exactly how it needs to work. And so for me, it's just like looking at that as an example, it's like, how can we think that our lives as humans are meaningless? You know, because if if even those basic things in life are so important to the last degree, like everything to every detail is so important, everything that we do as humans, I would think is equally just as important. And it's like everything matters that we do, every word that we say to other people, every every way that we approach other people, every action that we do to ourselves and to other people, every every, even every like, introspective thought that we have is the start of a whole series of thoughts like think about it like if you walk down the street and you see somebody do something that either sits right with you or sits wrong with you to a degree like that affects your entire day like and like hear me out it doesn't for some people if and it 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 affects their entire day emotionally and they're not able to forget about it until they go to sleep or talk about it or express it right but for some people they're like oh that was horrible and then they go about their day and all because those people go about their day and they don't um they don't recognize it um openly in the way that people other people might it still affects how their day goes whether they realize it or not like Let's, I don't know, let's say you're walking down the street and you're, um, since it's COVID, I'll use, I'll use an example um, of the current times or since like COVID exists right now, I'll use an example of the current times. Let's say you're walking down the street and someone just like, 
sneezes and they sneeze in your direction without a mask and let's say you forgot about your mask that day or like you just lost your mask or you couldn't get it out in time and they sneeze in your direction and you end up having to walk through like their sneeze and like yeah you know some people maybe like germaphobes or people who are very health conscious they might think about that until they go to sleep at night you know, and it might bother them, it might make them anxious, it might, you know, affect their day negatively. Um, And for some people, they might be grossed out in the moment, or some people might not be grossed out in the moment, or some people might just be annoyed or irritated in the moment, and then they keep going about their day, and they don't even remember that it happened at the end of the day. For those people, it's like, even though they consciously aren't focusing on it, it still to a degree in my opinion affects their day and so what i mean by that is like um they might start approaching things differently throughout the day and it might even be unconsciously they might not even be realizing they're doing it like you know they might so after they walk they walk through that and they experience that let's say they go they have to they go to eat you know let's say this was in the morning so they go to eat lunch or dinner and when when they eat they might wash their hands a little extra and um you know not but not consciously know that it was because of that event earlier but just because it stuck with them throughout the day and um or like let's say they um that after that happens that person is in their office and so they have to sneeze they might make an um and they might make an extra effort to sneeze into their arm or into their shirt or just make sure not to sneeze in, like on someone else like the other person did to them earlier um and that's just that's an example of what i mean by like i feel like everything we encounter each day affects all of our actions so like let's say someone sneeze made extra careful to sneeze into their arm while they were in a group meeting after this whole thing that might help that might remind somebody else like okay you know what i was really happy they sneezed into their arm and not on me during our meeting um i'm gonna make sure to do that next time and they might be thinking that unconsciously but now the thing that that person experienced with the person sneezing in their direction affected them affected that person and then that person made sure to sneeze into their arm which affected another person who made who realized that person sneezed into their arm and wanted to make sure not to wanted to make sure to do the same so that they don't hurt or they don't make anyone else uncomfortable and then the chain continues and all of that was not even communicated you know nobody knows that their actions affected someone else even though their the action might have been so small or so slight and so using all of that as an example, that's how I feel life is. Everything we do affects another affects another being, whether we realize it or whether we process it or not, or whether it's clear or not. And um, basically, like, that's kind of what this book is saying in a, in a way. It's just like every single thing we do affects where we're going to go in eternity and um what happens on this earth um and everyone does everything for a reason and everything that everyone does is important and um every detail is important to the world so and be and so using all all of that that i just explained and all of that and that really fleshed out example it's like that's why to me like basically i could sum that all up by saying like the butterfly effect um 
happens. And if you don't know what the butterfly effect is, that's basically what it is. Every tiny small action affects another action and it just grows. Um, And so that's why for me personally, it's hard to understand people who say that life is meaningless, that nothing matters. Um, Because even though like I use a small example like sneezing, um, you know, even like even though it started by someone just sneezing in that one person's way and then someone just walking through it, that might be the start of an action, yeah. But then like that could grow into um some corporate person making a new law for COVID and then that affecting lives of families in thousands of ha- of homes. Like so that so it's just like to me every little thing matters. <clears throat> um and not in an overwhelming way because you can't control it. So there's no reason to think too much about it in the sense of getting overwhelmed. It's just like a wow, everything I do is so important, so I should think about everything that I do. But not overthink it. Just give it thought. You know, giving it giving something thought and thinking about something nonstop are entirely different sets of a spectrum of thinking. And I think that's really important to keep in mind. Um but basically, this entire conversation of, like, the butterfly effect and everything mattering all started <laughs> with me explaining this book <laughs> or bringing up this book by Rick Warren. Um, and so um, it's a book where you read it every day and every day it gives you something to think about. And so um, I this all started from me ask, like trying to figure out the question of the day. And so um, the question that the book gave me for yesterday was, um, <clears throat> uh, and, I, and I'm, I'm quoting it right now, since I was made to last forever, what is the one thing I should stop doing and the one thing I should start doing today? And that's the question of the day, because um, I still haven't figured it out. So I guess like, um... If I was made, since I was made to last forever, I guess one thing I would stop and start doing. Um, one thing I would want to stop doing is overthinking social experiences. Um, and I do think I'm in the process of um, of doing that. A lot of times in social experiences, for me personally, I'll overthink a lot of really small things and that affects how I'm able to socialize with the other person. Like I'll be thinking about eye contact, you know, and making myself anxious about it. I think about what should I be doing with my hands? What should I be doing with my arms? Um, how, you know, should I stop talking? Am I talking too much? Like, do they, are they bored? Like I'm thinking about so many things all at once and it's, it makes any social situation a bit overwhelming um but like not any not any socialization but usually with people i don't know super well um and so that's something that i would like to put a halt to something i would like to start as something i'd like to stop um so i guess like i would like to stop worrying stop having social anxiety um and stop giving social anxiety um attention um something i would like to start doing is learning i like to start learning to love every part of myself and i mentioned this in a i think a past podcast i think um but i don't i would like if how I think about it, if I were able to love every single part of myself, 
um then when i'm when i when i am being socially awkward you know it wouldn't matter i would just be being myself and finding a love for it and that's where confidence starts um true confidence in oneself starts with loving every part of yourself and when someone's able to be confident without loving every part of themselves usually that confidence is following more of a fake it till you make it <laughs> type of um type of method or mindset or um and if it's not that type of mindset it's usually like a masking type of confidence it's like a, oh, i'm i'm comfortable so i'm going to be overly confident in order to make up for it um and you know you know i'm sure there's other um method or methods other reasons for like confidence that isn't genuine um and like other mindsets but those tend to be the ones i i personally notice the most and um it's just it's just really interesting um and that's not the confidence that i want i want the genuine confidence you know i want the confidence that anyone can say anything to me and i'm never going to question myself i'm always going to be like okay well that um that response is stemming from a trauma um and you know i'm not taking it personally cuz it's not about me but you know it's more about what you've been through and that you are now lashing out or that you are now upset or you are now triggered or etc cetera, etc cetera, whatever the situation is um and that's my goal one day <laughs> that's that's my goal to to get to to start being able to live that type of life so um so like i said um before i head out the question of the day what is one thing you feel you should stop doing and one thing you should start doing starting today or tomorrow whichever you feel like but tomorrow is a lot further away than today so maybe it should be today if you really want to make that change um i think that's really all that i have to say for now um i I'm probably about to make this blog before I go to sleep. Um and uh yeah. Oh, and also I, I had wanted to warm, warm up some curry. I only ate um oh, I ate some okonomiyaki today, which is like a cabbage pancake with um salt, like a sauce, fish flakes, seaweed, and like um pickled radish on top, and it tastes really good. Um, and I'm a, I'm a picky eater, so that's saying a lot if I'm saying that it's good. But um, that's really all I ate, so I figured I should make um, something else. And I had some leftover curry and um, some microwavable rice. So I'm probably going to make this blog post and eat that. And uh, probably go to sleep then so that I can wake up at a decent time. So, yay! <laughs> okay, well, oh, gosh darn i have to make i have a tiktok to make too honestly i feel like i'm training i'm in like training for my future job like one day you know maybe this is me um pronouncing the future but one day i feel like i'm I'm probably going to be paid to travel and make art and express it through a company or through um like a firm or through some type of grouping of people that are going to pay me <laughs> but right now i'm you know showing that i can update my travels every day in an artistic way and um that's really exciting so yeah 
okay well i'm about to head out and make that curry but um you know have a fantabulous night evening day afternoon whatever time it is in your place um but thanks for listening yahoo